talk to? Can you talk to Jesus this morning? Can you thank him? That he took the fall. He took the fall. Hallelujah. Oh, he took the fall. Jesus took it. He took it for you. He took that fall personally for you. So that you will not experience the fall. Ah. Oh, the Bible says that the ransom for a soul is too costly. Jesus. Oh, it says no payment is ever enough. The ransom for a soul is too costly. It's too costly. It's too costly. The ransom for a soul is too costly. Ah, but he came and paid. Only he only he could pay. Only him. Only him. Only him. Oh, Lord, we give you praise this morning. Lord, we give you praise this morning. Oh, Lord, we give you praise. You are above all indeed. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord, you are above all. <laughs> Before this world was made, you were. <laughs> Above all the wonders of the earth. Oh Lord. Father, we give you praise. Thank you because you have called us your own. Oh Lord, you have chosen to call us out amongst the nations. Amongst the people. You have called us your own. We are your sheep. We are your people. Lord, it's a privilege and we say thank you. Lord, we say thank you. Jesus will say thank you. Uh, if not for you, we will not be standing here today. Oh, we will not be here, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, we would have been lost and dead in our sins. Lost, lost forever. But your mercy reached out to us. Your grace reached out to us, not for anything we have done amongst all the peoples of the earth, not for anything, but your love called us by name. Oh, by name, not by crowd. Called me by name. He said, Jethro, I call you by name. Michael, I call you by name. <laughs> oh, what a privilege. Jesus, we see, we recognize what you have done for us. Our sins would have killed us. Ah, God. See, the wages of sin is death. Setting death. Setting death. Thank you, Jesus. Can we sing that song? Savior, the one you saved has come to. Can we sing that song? Can we, can we sing that song to him? That Lord, the one you saved. We are the ones that he has saved. We are the ones he has saved. He has saved us from hell. Hallelujah. Savior. Say Savior. Savior. The one you saved. The one you Come to worship you, the one. 
salvation guys ah, hold on to it, if you have it, hold it 49 verse 7 he said no one can redeem the life of another or give to God a ransom for them he said the ransom for a life is costly no payment is ever enough so that they should live on forever and not see decay Ah, the ransom for his soul is to only Jesus could pay. Hallelujah. Only Jesus could pay. Only him. Say, no, pay, no payment is ever enough. Your righteousness, no one that you said, our own righteousness is like filthy rag, dirty rag, dirty rag, worthless. Can't bring any change. How about thank God for the blood of Jesus? Hallelujah. And that's why we have to ensure that we live for the one that died for us. It's our duty. It's our duty to live for him that paid, that died. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't even want to just talk to Jesus. I just thank him for your salvation. Thank him. Thank you that you are called his own, that your names are written in the book of life. Hallelujah. <laughs> you know what a privilege it is for your name to be written in the book of life. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't say Baba. John, Apostle Paul, John saw a vision. We'll still sing. John saw a vision of the revelation. And he said, and I saw a great white throne. And I saw books were opened. That time hasn't come. It is coming. Hallelujah. You see, and I saw books were opened. Books were opened. And another book was opened. It was called the book of life. 
See, anyone's name that was not found written in it, you see, that person was what? Cast into the, it's not hellfire. Hellfire is uh, it's like, let me help you because some of you need to understand what you have. Let me help you. Hellfire is like when you go to, when the Navy police arrest you for something, they put you behind counter. You know already, once you are behind counter, even if you are innocent, you look like a guilty person. Because first they tell you to turn your trousers upside down, Abby, remove your shirt. Hellfire is like behind counter. That's not the final place of the lost. The Bible says that death and Hades and hell was cast into the lake of fire. That's the final destination. See what Jesus saved us from. Do you think about it? I think about it every time. Oh my God, see what Jesus saved us from. That's why when he left, him coming to earth, it's not a joke. It's not because he didn't have work. He left his kingdom. There was something. It was love that brought him. Hallelujah. Praise God. So when we, when we celebrate Jesus like this, we know what we are. We know why. When we live for Jesus, we know why. When we go through pain for Jesus, we know why. When we deny ourselves for Jesus, we know why. Hallelujah. Do we have people who are grateful for their salvation here? Hey, hallelujah. Thank you, Yeshua. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, like, can, we, can we also thank the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit? He's the one who has been holding us. Hallelujah. He's been holding us. Thank you, Father. Can we also thank the Father, the Father who has called us to be his own. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Woo! Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. You can have your seats. Hallelujah. Help me also celebrate the choir for the amazing ministration. Hallelujah. This month is a special month, Abby. A very special month. A special month where we reach out to the lost. It is not like we have, it's not that we, it is not like only one month that we should preach. Hallelujah. You know, you know, but this is where we carve out as a ministry this month to push and get the lost saved. Hallelujah. All right, so I'm going to read from Isaiah 53. Okay, we'll read that and I'll you know try to explain some things and we'll see how the Holy Ghost will help us. From verse 1. Say, who has believed our message? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? He grew up before him like a tender shoot, like a root out of dry ground. I'm talking about Jesus now. He said, he had no beauty or majesty <laughs> to attract us to him. Hallelujah. The Jesus that we see today, you know that painting and the movie. The Jesus from, it's not as fine as that one, no. Because see what he said. He said he had no beauty. That he came ordinary. He didn't come with majesty. To attract us to him. Nothing in his appearance. Can you imagine? That we should desire him. Nothing. Very ordinary. Very plain. Say he was despised. And rejected by men. He was a man of suffering. And familiar with pain. Hallelujah. Familiar with pain. Like one from whom people hide their faces. He was despised. And we held him in low esteem. Look 
chapter verse 4. It says, surely. Someone says, surely. Surely he took our pain. Ah, there's so much pain in the world right now. <laughs> Abby? Oh, there's so much pain. I think Christians are more like, if you, in our WhatsApp group, Jesus, when are you coming? Lord Jesus, come. Abby? You see it, you see it more, it's more, you seem to be more regular now. There's so much pain. There's just so much pain. There's so much suffering. If I look at what's happening in Europe today, of course, you all know, Abby. There's so much pain. If I look at the price of food, in not Europe, but in here. In 2011, when I got married, I say I remember. A kilo of turkey was 600 naira. I remember 600 naira. 2011. My wife told me on two days ago, how much is it now? How? 3,002. When I try to multiply, you know, just leave it, just leave the percentage inflation. And I keep wondering, how are people surviving? It's a suffering world. It's a broken world. Hallelujah. Oh, thank God for Jesus. He saw all this. He said he took our pain. That means there's, there's somebody who is available to take our pains away. And bore our suffering. So we don't have to suffer. Oh, you don't tell about you don't have to suffer. Nah, you don't have to suffer. Somebody has taken that suffering. Yes, you can say that again. Somebody has taken it. So, so suffering is not your portion. It's okay to suffer for Jesus, eh? It's okay to suffer for Jesus, but not that one. But suffering is not your portion. It's not for you. Because somebody has taken that suffering. So when it looks like suffering is coming, you will stand on the word. I say, somebody has taken this suffering. It is not my one. I reject it. He said, yes, we considered him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted. He said, but he was pierced for our transgression. Somebody say, our. Okay, somebody say, my. my. Hallelujah. Anytime I hear people say this joke, ah, Nami killed Jesus. You know what I always say in my mind? Nami killed Jesus. Oh, yeah, I killed him. Some people go, ah, yes, I killed him. My sins killed him. If I didn't have sins, he wouldn't have died. So he was nailed because of Jethro's sin. That sin would have killed me. See, because the wages of sin. There's only, one, there's only one punishment. Only one. God is a just God. is a holy God. The wages of sin is death. The price for lying. Whether you call it white lie or brown lie or black lie. The wage, the punishment, the final thing for that sin, for that lie is, is death. You may say, ah, yes. That's the standard of a holy God. Hallelujah. That's the standard of a holy God. God's standards are, God's standards remain high. But himself knew that we could not reach that standard. So you have to send somebody. Hallelujah. The one that will sing Savior today. Hallelujah. Are you getting something, guys? 
He was pierced for our transgression, for my own transgressions, for my own sins. He was crushed for our iniquities. Someone said there's a difference between sin and iniquity. Iniquity is heavy sin. <laughs> Praise God. Oh, he was crushed. He was, Jesus was crushed. Hallelujah. He didn't, have to, he didn't have to be crushed. He didn't need it. He was, I mean, how did he affect him? Praise God. We're lost. We're lost. How? <laughs> it's like I buy a toy, and I see the toy is spoiled. spoiled and now become a toy to save that toy. See what happened now? Hallelujah. But our lives are just so precious to him. Praise God. He was crushed for our iniquities. Look at this. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. That means it's our right to have peace. It doesn't matter what's happening in the world, guys. Maintain your peace. Tell your neighbor, maintain your peace. The things that we are seeing today, Jesus, sometimes when I want to, because I'm, because I'm exposed to many of these news, all right, knowingly, because of my own area of, sometimes I want to like, I say, but Jesus told us, he's not, it, what we are seeing today is not what he didn't tell us. He told us already. He said in, help me, John 16, 33, he said, in this world, I think it's John 16, 33, let's see, Yes. He said, I have told Jesus. <laughs> hey, I have told you these things so that in me, not in the world though, in me you may have what? Peace. In the world, because he is also the word, Abby. Not just in him, in, in him and his word, they are one. So that in my word, in the world, you may have peace. In this world, you will have. Some people don't want to hear this one. Lie, lie. It's Jesus that said it. It's not me. See, in this world, you will have trouble. But thank God it didn't end there. It didn't, it didn't end there. Say, but take heart. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hey, Jesus. You see how the movie always ends? Always ends. This movie will end in your favor. Oh, it doesn't matter what's going on around you, it will end in your favor. Oh, we always, we always laugh last. We cannot carry last. Hey, that's the truth, guys. I'm, I'm not trying to rhyme you. I'm not trying to send rhymes. Praise God. This is the truth, guys. This is it. Oh, this is it. He said, in this world you have, he said, but take heart. I have overcome the world. And who did he overcome the world for? It's for me. Praise God. So in this world, there will be trouble. In this world, there will be challenges. But as it gets dark, what will happen? Give me Isaiah 60 verse 1. We know it, Abby. Let's, let's see it again. Let's see it. Let's see. Because, you know, what we're seeing, we're seeing scriptures come alive. We're seeing Bible prophecy come alive. He said, arise, shine, for your light has what? In case you are thinking that your light has not come, the word, the word says that your light has come. And the glory of the Lord rises upon you. Next one, next one. He says, see, darkness covers the earth. And what? The what? is over the peoples. Over the peoples. I mean, peoples everywhere. He said, darkness, and thick darkness, higher level of darkness, is covering people. 
He said, but, look at this guy. You see, you see the Christians? Just like, just like in the days of the Israelites, the Bible says there was no light in Egypt for three days. But in Goshen, they had light. They had light in Goshen. When all those plagues were hitting the, the Egyptians, they were not touching Goshen. God preserved. Because God knows how to preserve his own. God knows how to preserve you. Hallelujah. He said, but the Lord rise upon you and his glory appears over you. Hallelujah. Let's read on. Let's go back to Isaiah 53. He said, we all like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Hallelujah. So that means my sins are upon him. That is why God looks at me and he can relate with me without seeing my sins. Hallelujah. Because somebody has taken that sin away. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? Oh, that's why, you know, guys, sometimes when I think about, when I think about the judgment day, so people who have, uh, maybe somebody who didn't give life to Christ, you now stand before the throne. All the sins you be committing from primary school. The one that you took hand, took hand in your pot, in your mother's pot, they played like video there. I don't know, Sha. But there are books, have you? We say there are books. Books were open. Guys, you see how blessed we are? Do you see? Do you recognize what you have? But guys, for some of us that we live, from a few that live very rough lives, the blood of Jesus wiped everything. So when God sees you, he sees a, 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 righteous, a righteous man, a righteous woman, because you are in Christ. That's what he sees. That's why he said that we are the right, you are the righteousness of God in Christ. Another place, you may not be, you cannot carry that righteousness. But in him, you are righteous. In him, you are perfect. He said, he has made perfect. Did you help me? Hebrews. He said, he has made perfect forever. In God's sight. Those who come to God through him. Now, in your neighbor's sight, you may not be perfect. Did you, can you help me find it? He has made perfect forever in God's sight. So, in, your, in the sight of your neighbor... Okay, he has made, look at, for by one sacrifice, he's not going to do it again, just one. He has made perfect forever those who are being made holy. So in the sight of God, we are what? Perfect. Say, I am perfect. You know how we say nobody is perfect. Hey, in the sight of God, Jethro is perfect. Hallelujah. You are all perfect because you are in Christ. You say, but what? You are being made holy. So that holy, you know. I mean, they are still that. No, sometimes that, when that knots in your head, you just fall off. Your head, the Holy Ghost will carry the knot and tighten it. When that coin is coming, it will just come out. You know? Your head, the Holy Ghost will just help you arrange it. You know? And pan beat. You know? Pan beat. You know? Pan beat. Pan beat you. So you are being made holy. But the sacrifice of Christ has made you perfect. So we have a we have a message. I'm coming there. We have a message. We have a message. He said he was oppressed, verse 7, and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. Hmm, Jesus. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before his sharers, is silent. So he didn't, he didn't argue. He knew what he came for. By oppression and judgment, he was taken away. Hi. Yet who of his generation protested? Nobody protested. Nobody, no, no, no answers, no answer protest. For he was cut off from the land of the living. Ha, <laughs> ha. For the transgression of my people, he was punished. 
So do you see why God is not trying to punish you for your sins? He said, for the, for the transgression of my people, he was punished. That means somebody has been punished for your sins already. So God is not trying to punish you. In case you are here thinking, God is not trying to punish you for your sins. Somebody has been punished. If you accept that point, accept what that person has done, you are free. Hallelujah. Somebody has been punished. Hallelujah. There was a man that, I shared this story before, his son was playing basketball, and they passed the ball to him. And the way he, you know, they didn't pass the ball well, so he dove, you know, to try and get the ball, and he hit his head on the floor, and he passed out. He was unconscious for, for a while. And the pastor went to visit the, 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 the father and the son. When the pastor got there, the father was shaking and asked the pastor, Pastor, is God trying to punish me for my sins? And the pastor looked at the man and said, God has already punished his own son for your sins. Why will he want to punish your own son for your own sins? Hallelujah. Our sins have been judged already. He was assigned a grave, verse, verse 9, with the wicked and with the rich in his death. Though he had done no violence, nor, any, nor was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it was the Lord's will to crush him and to cause him to suffer. And though the Lord makes his life an offering for sin, he will see his offspring and prolong his days. And the will of the Lord will prosper in his hand. Look at this. After he has suffered, he will see the light of life and be satisfied. By knowledge of him, hmm, many, my, by knowledge of him, my righteous servant will justify many. That means by knowing him, men will now receive justification. Hallelujah. But the big question is, how will people receive justification? Let's see Romans 10, 15. Romans 10, 15. Guys, we, we have a message. We have something. Romans 10, 15. This one is not working. He said, but how can... Oh, do we start from, let's start from 14. I think, let's see 14. Okay, how then can they call, let's see, 13. <laughs> okay, see, for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord, everyone, guys, everyone. You see, everyone. Everyone. I watched one clip by Archbishop Benson, but people must have seen it. He said, I've never, he has never seen anybody that said, God help me, and that God doesn't help. Oh, I've never seen. Even me too, I can testify. Okay, let's continue. Verse 14. For there's no difference. Okay. How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? 15. And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? Are you sent? Are you sent? No, some people think that. It's only maybe ministers, pastors, HODs that, no, 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 I'll show you. You are sent. Everybody here, you are sent. You are sent. You are sent. In that your business, you are sent. 
You may not be sent to stand here and hold mic, but you have a platform. You are sent. As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. Next one. But not all the Israelites accepted the good news. For Isaiah said, who has believed our message? Okay, let's stop at 15. Please go back to 15. So how can this... How can they go unless they are sent? How can anyone unless they are sent? So we have been sent with a, with a powerful message. A message that can bring hope and peace to this broken world. Hallelujah. See, I have been sent. See, please say it well, I have been sent. Please put up Proverbs 11 verse 30 for me. You have been sent with the gospel. And there are two parts of the gospel. Alright? There are two parts. There's a law part and there's a grace part. There's a grace part. There's a law part and there's a grace part. This month is our month of evangelism. Alright? Because you have been sent, you have to make sure that you king to what we are doing. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. You're an ambassador. You are an ambassador. You're an ambassador. So this world that we are living in is like, it's like an airport, hallelujah. Airport terminal. You don't, you don't just relax. Uh-uh, we are going somewhere. Our life doesn't end here, guys. I will be sent to proclaim a message. There's a message we have. The same message that got you saved. It is your own responsibility to share that message as well. And the truth is this, guys. The message that we're talking about is not a message only for life here. Oh, it should be well with you here. It should be, eh-eh. That's important too, right? But let me tell you the truth. There's a bigger, there's a bigger thing in the horizon. Eternity is endless, guys. It's endless. It's not what we can play with. That's why we have to preach the word. That's why we have to share. That's why we are sent. To save men from the for, from condemnation, eternal condemnation, eternal separation from God. Hallelujah. That's the message you have. See, let me tell you, all those your colleagues, sometimes I hey Jesus. All those your colleagues and that you laugh with and play with, if you don't preach to them, if you don't allow God to use you to talk to them, eh, on that day, on that day. They will cost us, they will cost you. They say, so you knew this thing, you didn't tell us. The people you are doing business with, I are collecting their money. I have not, not found a way to introduce Jesus, to, to, to show, to shine the light. Ah, they will cost you. Hallelujah. So we have a message, we have a responsibility. Because the wages of sin is death indeed. Praise God. And let me share with you a few reasons why you have to preach the word. All right? Matthew 28, as I round up, Matthew 28, verse 18, okay? It's a great commission. Jesus said, he said, All power is given to me in heaven and on earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations. He said, baptizing in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe 
all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, praise God, even unto the end of the earth. So preaching is, preaching and reaching out to the Lord is the great commission as we call it, have you? It's the great commission. It's a commandment. It's not an advice. It's a command. Say it's a command. It's not an advice. It's not, it's, it's, it's beyond an advice. It's a command. Another reason why you must preach the gospel. Let me just share a few with you. Oh, Jesus. Uh, okay. I have this my special, special evangelism book. Oh, soul winning is the, is the heartbeat of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. He said, every man seeks after his own interests and not those of Christ. Help me, DJ. He said, every man. See, Jesus Christ too has needs. I hope you are aware. You know, Rabbi? Are you aware? The same way you have needs. If I ask everybody now, what are your needs? I'm sure you can write a page. Some of you will write one book of the things that you need. But are you aware? Are you aware that Jesus too has, has needs? He has, he, has, he, has, he has his own, maybe call it prayer request. He has his own. He has his own. And his own request is, to, is for men to come to him. It's for the salvation of men. Because he knows what is waiting for man. He knows what is waiting for the man who is not saved. He's aware. He knows. Yeah, look at this. It's that not looking... No, not this one. It's not... I think it's the first Timothy or so. But he has needs. Or Philippians. Sorry, Philippians. He has needs. Jesus has needs. He has needs. That's his heart cry. That's his heartbeat. How will I reach the lost? How will I reach out? How will I reach out to this community? Some of you, you have been planted in a community so you can reach out to that community. Some of you have been planted in a close so you can reach out to people in that close. But, you just, but the point is that you have fought many people. And because you have fought many people, you cannot now preach. You know that kind of thing, Abby? So God says, you enter a bus. You enter a bus. As you enter the bus, Somebody match you before you know you don't wash the woman, wash the man. And while you are after you finish washing, you rest. <sighs> yes. Holy Ghost now say, now say, oh yeah, start to preach. <laughs> you say, preach where? So by yourself, you have canceled your own self. Hallelujah. So the preaching that we preach is not only in the words that we say, but in the life that we live. Oh, dear guys, we cannot, we cannot live like the world. We can't dress like the world. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Lord. You cannot, you cannot try to... See, guys, we, see, the problem that we Christians want to blend. You cannot, don't, don't let's try to blend in. Let the world try to blend, with, blend to us. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, that's the challenge. So you see people on Instagram... You see some, oh my good, some people who are even operating the prophetic, God help me, I don't know kind of, but prophetic, when they finish talking, oh, you know, are you following them? The next thing you see, they kind of wear a bikini, and they're taking picture. And you're wondering, which spirit is at work? Some of you, you know them now, have you? You'll be wondering, which spirit is at work? What are we talking about here? Some people, their lifestyles are driving people away from, from Christ. Hallelujah. So how we live our lives 
See, we are living episodes. Abby? Known and read by all men. So not only what we say, but in how we live. People must see Jesus in us. People must see Christ in us. People must see Jesus. Are people seeing Christ? Let me ask you. Are people seeing Jesus in you? Who are you representing? Who are you representing? What are you doing on Tuesday? Hallelujah. How are you living on Tuesday? How are you living? I know in church we're all born again in church. We're all pious people. But when we get outside, how are you living? If you ask three or four of your colleagues, what would they say? If you mention your name, what would they say? Praise God. If I come to your house and say, ah, this, if I see your mother, ah, this is my, our, this, this lady is our strong member. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, guys, we have a responsibility. And guess what? The, you, have, you have everything on your inside to live that kind of life. Everything, you have it. You have the grace, you have the anointing, you have everything. So we have a message. We have a message. This world must be, this, the, the lost must be saved. And I tried to do a calculation. I tried to do a small calculation yesterday. If, let's say, we're about 3,000, or maybe 3,500 or 4,000, first and second service, imagine that, imagine that everybody here wins one soul per year, per year. I didn't even say per month, every year, you win one soul, only one soul that will stay. That is, in one year, we have what automatically will become 8,000 in one year. If by the next year, that 8,000 say, only, only, I say only one, I didn't say two, only one soul, that means by end of next year, will be how many? 16,000 people. Are you seeing? Only one, only one. Shetra, only one. Would this say should bring two? If you can do two, thank God. But say you are born again, you are saved. You are born again. You will know Jesus. Eh? Okay. You know Jesus, have you? Only one. Just bring only one soul in a year. And everybody bring one soul. By 2024, will be how many? 32,000 souls. I'm telling you. That means that by the time we move to that new site, in less than a year, we need to move out again. <laughs> Hallelujah. Or branch out or something. We must be deliberate. We must be deliberate. Oh, we must be deliberate. We must be deliberate. And the only God can lead you in different ways. So, you know, some people... The way God leading another, the other, I'm running off. You know, you're looking at me, eh? I'm, I'm aware. You're not even stood up. You're just looking. I'm running off now. But see, but see, guys, there are many ways that He can lead you. Then, anyway, some of you, some people still have shared. I, I think I am going to share the testimony about you know preaching the boss, and it, I mean that was very, very inspiring. Hi, early morning, I was with my wife. I wake up here, maybe around five or six. I will talk, put my hand, I won't see anybody there. I don't know that. You see, I'm just saying that God can lead you in any way. Follow. I know she may not want me to say this, but I think I should say it. Somebody may, somebody may be inspired. I later found out she had been doing it. I didn't even know. She began to go and do morning cry, morning cry. What is morning cry? 
You know what they call morning cry? Do you know morning cry? Yeah, you go out and you are preaching early morning. There's one, some people used to do morning cry near my window, near my house. But because I'm a born again Christian, you know, I just say, okay, it's all right. So my wife is among those people who are going to do morning cry. I told her that, ah, how are you preaching it? With your voice here, with my voice. I said, okay, I will buy you a megaphone. I will still buy you, babe. I will still buy that megaphone. So you could go preach this thing where? <laughs> Hallelujah. God can lead you in any way. He can lead you in any way. He can ask you to just show kindness to that your colleague. With just a little kindness, a random act of kindness. I'm telling you, that will what you save that, save that person. Just one kindness. Or let me tell you, begin to pray for this person. I'm telling you, maybe your colleague in the office. I'm telling you, you begin to, you begin to pray. And as you pray, he'll be giving you ideas. He did that to me. He'll be telling you ideas. Look, this is what you can do. Do this, do this. Talk to the person like this. I'm telling you. Before you know, you have your one soul. Can, can I have people that will commit that this year? I'll get one soul. Abba. One soul that will stay. Can we have people? And not even two. If you can do two, ha, yeah, 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 you are blessed. If you can do ten, I mean, you are something else. If you can do a hundred, oh my gosh. But just one. Can I have people that, if you take that one soul, you will fast and pray over that one soul. You will invite that one soul. You will do everything you can do. Just one soul. Just one. Only one. Because by the time next year, we're moving to the new site. That site is too big. If you put us like this, it will be like one small change inside church. So we need to, we need to, do you understand what I'm saying? We need to expand. I want to give you the challenge. Just, 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 just push yourself. Just push yourself. And I know that as you, as you get one soul, the spirit, of, the spirit of holy greed in you will not let you stay. You will go for one more. It's a trap, don't worry. I know, but I've told you the trap already. When you get one, and you see that one growing before your very eyes, you see what you brought to church, Brown, he joined the department. Before you become a unit leader. But someone that was lost, you brought that person to church. Ah, you can, The joy of, the, of a soul winner. If you have never felt joy before, you have not once. We saw you, you see the joy. I know this person. Some people here that I brought to, that I say, ah, this is Molio. They're not sharing Rema with you. They are sharing. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. So God is waiting for you. He's waiting for you. Have you been blessed this morning? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. I want to extend an invitation to somebody here. All heads are not bowed. All eyes are not closed. If you are here, you are not born again. I want you to raise your hand wherever you are. In case you are here, you are not saved. You don't, maybe, you are, maybe you come to church, you are, you are in a department, but you are not saved. I don't know how to, if you are not saved, you are not saved. You don't have Jesus. If you die now, you don't, you don't know where you will go. You are not sure. Or, did, or if Jesus should, if Christ should come now, you don't know where you will end up. I want to pray with you. Raise your hand. Raise it high. Let me see if, if there are people. Let me see who I'm praying with. Let me see who I'm praying with. Do we have people? Raise the hand high. Let me see. Raise it high. If your hand is up, I'm not sure now, but if your hand is up, I can see your hand up. I'm not quite sure. Raise, raise it high. Let me see. Raise it high. Raise it high. Let me see who I'm praying with. Do we have people? Oshans, do we have people? Hallelujah. 
Praise God. Someone celebrate Jesus this morning. Let's celebrate Jesus some more for what he has 